Asker International School opened its doors in 2013 with just 35 students. Today, we have almost 400. We're still a small school, but with a big voice. This is our podcast, Uplift Ed. A podcast created by Asker International School for anyone passionate about pedagogy. Hello and welcome to the third episode of Uplift Ed, a special edition focusing or based during this time of the coronavirus pandemic where we're all at home during the Easter holidays, uh, contemplating or thinking about the impact uh, this situation is having on the whole world. First of all, I'd just like to thank everybody involved at Asker International School, the parents, the students and the teachers for all the efforts they've been making these past few weeks. It's been phenomenal uh, and fantastic, and I'm just grateful to be around such an amazing community, both as an administrator and teacher, and also as a parent. So thank you for that. And in this episode today, we're going to get some feedback from some of our students on how this last few weeks has been for them. And hopefully they're going to give us some wise words, advice about this whole experience. Having a whole experience is which is more than ever making the idea of practicing empathy such an important trait in our society because everyone is going through a difficult, different, tough time. And it's really important before we leap, before we act, before we communicate, we try and step into the shoes of everybody around us, especially those we're about to reach out to. I can imagine now most parents were taken aback by that first week, what I call the period of transition, where we all became novices again and suddenly we're in our house with no routines or special approaches or steps to suddenly deal with the fact that, you know, all parents and the kids were at home all trying to operate their own work, learning jobs at the same time. And that transition period, I reckon, was was really tough for most of us. And at the same time as parents having the idea of the pandemic, the virus hanging there in the background. And nothing means more than to us than our, our children. And although they're least affected by this, they still could be. And so in that, we, we do worry immensely about their safe being because we love them more than anything else. Likewise, I think with the, with the children, I mean, what a tough, strange, probably exciting in many ways, time they're having where... Their house, which was, you know, I, I always like to think there's a safe haven from school. You know, you had that little bit of homework, but ultimately it's the place where you hung out with your family, you relaxed, you stepped back, you played, you had fun all the time. And yes, you had fun at school, I hope. But suddenly those boundaries are blurred where they're now at home and around them are all these things they love doing outside of school. These distractions or these kind of playful voices in the background. You know, I can imagine, come play with me on your PlayStation while the kids are trying to get into their schoolwork. And I know myself as a parent has been quite tough trying to explain to the boys that this isn't uh, homework, it's schoolwork. It's like, no, no it's, it's schoolwork, it's not homework. And every time they come back, it's like, no, daddy, 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 well, I have more homework. It's like, no, it's not homework, it's schoolwork. And trying to get them to change that mindset because they're in the home, but they're doing the work they should be doing at school. And I think on the whole, from what I've seen, our students, our children have been absolutely fantastic in the way they've adapted to this situation. Probably some of the things that uh, are coming out of this are true about what they say about Generation Z. Uh, 
and also the teachers who have such high expectations for the education they want to give to the students at Ask International School and the pressure they're putting on themselves to deliver that whilst at the same time being in the same situation as many of us are parents where they have their own families at home, the home working culture and they worry themselves about their families across the world and their own children. So it's been and is a difficult time for everybody and so please when we are communicating and we do reach out which we all should be doing to, to strengthen I hope that triangle between the parent the children and the school that we are stepping into each other's shoes and taking a deep breath and thinking okay before we reach out how is it for them right now and show that empathy uh, for everybody so today's show has uh, betty in grade 10 our president leading the way with some of her responses aditi grade 8 student we have erica in grade 6 Kai in grade four and the wonderful David and they'll be speaking shortly about their messages uh, for the school during this time of what we might call forced digitalization. So there have been some positives during this time uh, and it's important we try and look for them. I know Mr Robert in his assemblies has been trying to find those snippets of good news, those snippets of things which we can celebrate during moments like these to keep us motivated, to keep us positive, to strengthen our resolve. And likewise, I think the learning curve and the upskilling that's had to be undertaken by everybody here is something we can all be proud of and take away and, and have us take away to say, you know what, that was pretty special what we managed to do during that time as parents, as children and as educators. So I'm going to pass you over to the students. I think my voice will be in there slightly just asking the questions. And so you do have to put my northern drawl a little bit longer during this podcast. But I'm pretty sure the voices of our students and their responses and their remarks will bring a smile to all your faces. What is the funniest thing about home learning? I think the funniest thing is that... Um... When I wake up, I can just do all my homework straight away, and then afterwards, I can just play. Homework? Not homework, I mean schoolwork. Schoolwork, okay. Hi, this is Betty. And I think that the funniest things about home learning is that you can go and watch Netflix in your break times, and in lunchtime, you can just eat whatever you want, and it is so much more relaxing to just be at home without the journey of traveling to school. This is a DT from eighth grade. I think the funniest things about home learning are things I've seen or heard over Zoom meetings. I've seen people attend these meetings in bed with bedheads, and I've even heard the itsy bitsy spider playing in the background of a meeting. No clue where that came from. The funniest thing about home learning is that in the breaks we can play video games and jump on our trampoline. I would describe the video conferences really thoughtful and nice because there we can see our classmates and teachers. So it would be like a regular day at school. Uh, I would describe the video conferences slash lessons that we have with our teachers as uh, very different and um, not at all what we're used to because uh, it is a whole lot different having to talk to your 
teachers and classmates online through video calls or emails. I would describe the video conference lessons we've been having as helpful and a good alternative to our regular lessons. This is because they ensure all of our questions are answered and the teachers are given an appropriate platform to explain topics and teach us any other things we might need to know. I think it's fun because me and Metham could chat in between it, but we don't do that all the time. If you could give your teachers some home learning of their own to do, what would it be? Uh, I would give them 500 push-ups. Why? Because Mr. James has to get back in shape. If I could give the teachers some home learning of their own to do, it would definitely be for them to spend like a month or so in our shoes and do all our work. Because especially as a 10th grader, I feel like it's very hard to balance all the different sum summative assessments and subjects um, in addition to just finishing the personal project. Uh, so it would be interesting to see how they would cope with that. PE, because we have the best teachers that I ever uh, have met, Mr. Phil and Mr. Andrew and Miss Natasha, and they are super good at learning PE. And uh, I would give Mr. Thomas uh, home learning, like to do a million push-ups a day. I will learn the teachers to be a bit more strict to the students. Most of the learning is meant to be completed independently. Has this been a challenge for you? A bit, because we we have... Uh, it's hard to concentrate when my little sister is learning and shouting the whole time. And I can't concentrate at that time. So it's going to be hard. It's hard. Yes, because I'm more of a group person because then I know I've got some people around me so if I do something wrong I know they're there so they could fix it if they know what it is. And I definitely think that it is so much more challenging having to do all the work independently and um, not really depend on anyone else and just not being able to talk to anyone uh, that often or that easily. I don't think independent learning is too much of a challenge. We already know the topics our assignments are based on, and the teachers are always there to provide support in case we need it. I think it's sometimes nice to do work on your own, but I prefer to do it in groups, because then we can socialize better and value the regular communication in class. Despite all of that, I would say that I miss my teachers very much, as I really enjoyed interacting with them in class, and of course their bad jokes were hilarious. The part of school life I miss the most, though, is undoubtedly my friends. Our inside jokes and the conversations we had were the highlight of my day. Plus, I really need some company besides my mother. I miss... I miss... playing with my friends outside and playing football with them and have, going to the library and having art. Though it may come as a surprise, the part that I miss most about my school life is definitely the journey. That was the part where I got to just unwind and relax and have that one and a half hour of the day where I could just read a book or watch a movie. And though I can still do that at home, it's a lot more rewarding when I can just go home after a long day, hop on a train and just sit there and unwind. I miss my teachers because they will always put a smile on their faces, which makes everyone happy. I miss being able to play outside 
and being with my friends because there I could always talk about things that bother me. What don't you miss? I don't miss being in school for like six hours on Monday and Tuesday. I don't miss homework because it it takes my time from for play, from playing hockey and uh, I don't like that because I want to play hockey all day if I could. I do not miss the school schedule. Still, if we have to do it at home, but now we can spend much more better quality time with our family. Uh, when we eventually go back to school, is there anything from the home learning ideas you would like to continue? And why? Yeah. What is it? No homework, because uh, then we have to recap everything, and sometimes I forget about it, and then. I I, my parents have to remind me a thousand times about it, and uh, instead of doing homework at home, we can maybe have it in our break times. Maybe we can bring our homework to break and do our homework. I think the teacher should continue making short, informative videos discussing important topics even after school begins. This would give us access to that information even after school, and we wouldn't have to hassle the poor teachers with our questions. When I go back to school, I want to see a change in my class by everyone behaving their best to not make the teachers mad or tired. I wouldn't keep anything that we're doing now when we're going back to school, um, but I would definitely not be opposed to having uh, like snacks or watching movies in between lessons. Would you like to send a message to your teacher or teachers? Yes, because, um, yes, because I miss really much Mr. Thomas and I want to ask him if he's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say to them? I would uh, say that I miss him and maybe I hope we come back to school. Thank you. Bye. The only message I have for my teachers is thank you so much for all the effort you've put into making sure we can continue our learning and I really hope to see you all soon. My message for the teachers is that I would just like to thank them all for working hard and trying to give us things to work at at home and keep our learning consistent through these hard times. I hope all is well with everyone at home and that everyone's healthy and I can't wait to see you guys back at school hopefully soon. Betty, Aditi, Erica, David, Kai, thank you so much for your golden nuggets of wisdom. I'm particularly <laughs> enjoying, I hope, hope to get feedback from Mr. Thomas and Miss James with the, uh, with the request for push-ups and press-ups for them to get back in shape. That was, that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> thank you for that. But also to the, the messages to the staff of the school, I thought they were lovely. I really appreciate your kind uh, remarks to you then. To the wonderful community of Ask International School, stay safe, be kind to one another, and hopefully we'll see you all soon. Goodbye. Uplift Ed is an Ask International School production, a small school with a big voice. Thank you for listening.